Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and germs, to the ultimate episode where we talk about every one of the best albums of 2021. We are that's right, we are counting them down and finding out what is the definitive best album. You've seen the other lists, those are like precursors to this one. This is the thing that it's all been leading up to. This is sort of like the Oscars to the Golden Globes. No one gives a shit about the Golden Globes. It's all about the Oscars. We don't care Golden Globes. You you're an also ran. Who cares? Taylor Taylor, would you say those other lists are like John the Baptist and and ours is like Jesus? Yeah, I would yeah. say so. He yeah. th- like those are just, they're just the heralds. They're um, just the voice crying out in the wilderness. Yeah. And we are going to behead them and it's going to be like <laughs> metal as fuck. And people forget that about like the whole John the Baptist thing where it's got served on a silver platter. He oh, went out hard. Were, there was a guitar Joining- solo playing throughout the entire Bible. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jo- joining us as always, our biblical scholar Greg is here. Hey, I I keep forgetting to wait until I'm in, uh, introduced to say stuff. I just love talking, Taylor. That's okay because I continue to talk, and if you don't interrupt me, I will forget to introduce <laughs> anyone. Speaking of which, Ryan is here. Greg talks, so then I thought I should talk. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Also with us is books, being hey, very patient. I am naturally just just so giving. I like to give everyone else a space to speak, but then when I do talk, I expect absolute silence. So you've been warned. <laughs> and you will receive it because we don't want to end up like a certain Baptist that we know. <laughs> uh, also with us is Cassie. What's up? I'm glad I got to talk instead of Ryan coming in when I it was my turn Shut to up. talk. So yeah, there it is. Thank you. This feels like home. <laughs> yeah, listen, you, you'll have to get used to that. We apologize for him. He's he's much like a certain Baptist we know. <laughs> also with us is Caitlin. Hey, yeah, um, I was really quiet this whole time, and I feel like I shouldn't have been, so I feel like I'm just going to be extremely loud this whole rest my of the My advice, episode. interrupt McKenna every time she talks. <laughs> I can do that. We'll see and how that I, will, I will turn out. Yeah, I, I don't think it'll be good. <laughs> I I think it'd be fine uh, as 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 long as you're not baptizing too much. I don't, I, it, this bit probably won't last through the intro, but like if it does pass into the rest of the show, I think it would probably be fine, right? I don't know <laughs> why your one. agent came in and said if Taylor's going to host the show, he's going to do this John the Baptist bit. Like, why does your agent love it so much? It's like my big like you know when I when I do my stand up routine, it's like my big closer is I do thirty minutes on John the Baptist <laughs> and it fucking brings the house down. Um, I most the, yeah, I mostly do it, it on at John, evangelical John the Baptist, churches, or is it just saying John the Baptist? Oh, it's mostly just saying John the Baptist or <laughs> you know who. Um, we sort of there, there's like a ten minute chunk where I pretend that John the Baptist is kind of like Voldemort, uh, <laughs> which I think is is much like a lot of the albums this year uh, treated mm-hmm. life. Uh, that was a good segue, right? Oh guys, hell yeah, guys! If we had to pick, like, if we could distill this year in music down to like sort of a sentence. Like, what would it be? Greg, g- give me your sort of one-sentence distillation of this year in music. I would say most albums explored a three-dimensional sound. A lot of these albums that, that made it to this uh, this this podcast like are like songs that, that create soundscapes and that are like yeah. shifting and, and, and changing. And that the ones that were the most successful were the ones that that really built those up um consciously and that's that's what i that those are the ones that i hope are going to move on yeah cassie what do you what do you feel about what greg's just said do you want to come at him yeah. i would i would i accept what he 
he, what he did put out there, I would just build on it. I would say everybody got a little experimental minus Taylor Swift, um, who yes. just re-put out the same thing. So yeah. that's what I would say. That's my sentence. Everybody kind of dipped their toes in a new area, except for Taylor Swift. She was like, here's my shit again. Remember this album, Taylor Swift said? Here, here it is again. Here you go. Yeah. One more again. Uh, I, I can feel. With like 30 more like <laughs> minutes of song. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Would... Mm, okay. That's, we'll talk about that more later. We'll, we'll save it, but th- I would say everyone experimental minus one. If I did sum it up into one sentence, uh, I would take a take a little cue from an album that we're going to be talking about later and be like, hey, what? <laughs> yeah. that's sh- Hey, that's a full sentence. Yeah. Yeah. Caitlin Books, what, what are your opinions? I think on top of the m- music aspect, there was a really like complex understanding of the self and grasping that emotionally, like understanding Ooh. who you are and reflecting that without shame in your lyrics. Oh yeah, deep. This deep. This snaps. these albums. Uh, there is some certified bangers on here, and that's all I'm gonna say. I'm so glad you followed immediately. You <laughs> didn't. You weren't worried at all. You were like, "That's a real good point you made." Yeah. And let me come in yeah. hot right now. Mm-hmm. There's let me some say, bangers. There's some certified bangers on this for sure. All that thoughtful shit, absolutely. Personal growth, love Everybody. that. That also bangs to yeah. me. These are bangers. But can you disagree? No. I feel like there wasn't a lot of compromise in that department this year. It wasn't like, you know, we had some stuff that shredded and some stuff that was intellectual. I thought we had a lot of intellectual stuff that shredded. Yeah, I think there should be more intellectual stuff that shreds, honestly, because it's like the best of both worlds. Well, we've heard about the bangers. Let's see if there's any mash. We'll find (laughs) out when we get into our first matchup right after this. Well, that is very, very funny. Or very sad and perhaps now you have something to think about or very problematic and perhaps we have something to think about but in any event i'm sure you have some reaction to what you're listening to so why not check us out on the social media you can go to instagram or twitter and find us at your pop filter email contacts at your pop filter hey everybody keep watching them movies welcome to the first matchup of our album of the year bracket this one is your first seed, Little Sims, Sometimes I Might Be Introvert, versus your ninth seed, and my personal pick to be on the bracket, Sleigh Bells, Texas. Greg, which of these two albums do you think made the biggest impact, the thoughtful and stylish introversion of Little Sims, or the in-your-face buzzsaw of Sleigh Bells? Well, I think it depends on what level of impact you mean, because Little Sims album basically like took the whole industry by storm and took already a pretty big artist and made her maybe like a household name um but the sleigh bells album rocked my face right at the end of, of 2021 because that's when you hipped me to it and i've been listening to that so much so personally for me i love sleigh bells but okay. it's hard to deny like little sims at this moment this feels like her year her album her coming out party and when i was talking about like those albums that create like soundscapes it's not that sleigh bells doesn't do that but little sims is like really really good at making every song be like a full mood experience and yes hard to deny that i think yeah, I think it's going to be hard for Sleigh Bells to move past this. I, I put this on on here because this is sort of my um, Justice for Sleigh Bells uh, campaign, uh-huh. where I, I, tr- I truly think if they put out like their 2011 shit like right now, TikTok would eat it up and they'd be the biggest thing ever. Uh, but they didn't. And instead, they're like a 15-year-old band still releasing that sound, and it's great. But Little Sims, 
fucking crushed it. Like her, I I found her with her last album, Gray Area. Yeah. And the the only reason that wasn't my pick that year was because uh, we had two other British rappers and nothing else sounded like a hundred Gex on the list. <laughs> so I, I went with a hundred Gex, but I, I loved that album. And this one feels like that, but just like even more cohesive and better. We have like a running kind of like list and things are like kind of come on the list and they fall off the list. And then gray matter was on very late uh, last yes. year and then fell off. Barely didn't make it. Yeah, it, it, Little Sims is like undeniable. This is such a good album, and it goes through different styles we, throughout. We got to go back to what McKenna talked about in the intro about just basically like writing poetry to explore yourself, you know. And this is going to come up over and over again. Today, we only have eight albums that we're talking about today, and it's going to come up over and over again. Uh, but this one is that. With also like a, a, an orchestra, like this is yeah. a whole yeah, like cinematic, th- yeah, like the a cinematic movement, yeah. Oh, each it's I feel so like good. Each song sounded like a different type of movie, and but they like yeah. all flowed in together, or like a certain scene in a movie. Um, and I just felt like I was transported into just like my own little story. Like I was driving, but that's that's my story. Honestly, and it's, mm-hmm. yeah, this is the musical yeah. lever in me. But if you want me to be into your album if you want me to be engaged started off with a big symphony like warming up and then rocking my yes. ass off i'm like oh I'll listen to this rapper i guess this british rapper which sounds like an oxymoron but i'll do it anyway and that's how you start an album and she's yeah. so earnest i think that there are times in this album where her earnestness like sticks out a little bit but does not take away from it because it's just it's like a very real raw kind of emotionality on her part the rawness of it kind of it takes you by surprise occasionally yeah. but you hurt with her and then there's like elements of dark humor too that layer on top of that raw emotional experience and it is overall it just comes together with the orchestra behind it where you're like i don't know whether to laugh or cry but i feel this in every yeah i also think that like speaking of like the cinematicness and like sort of that vibe i think that is a great way to make if your album is a little long it's a great way to make it not feel long like this is a little over an hour i believe which is like my my cutoff is 30 minutes and then like i want you i want you (laughs) to be over and the fact that this was over and i was like 65 minutes are you kidding me Mm. yeah it's, a big part I, of it is there's movements. There's like, I mean, yes. like a so- the the songs are kind of grouped into different almost acts of the album as well. So yeah. It's like an interlude. And yeah. yeah, like we've got all sorts of, and then the rapper that came to tea interlude that just comes in. <laughs> uh, it's brilliant. It, it, it feels like it is, like it has a whole story. So it feels like it's carrying you forward and not that you're having to push through it, which is very, because I, I agree, like past 40 minutes, every minute past 40 in yeah. an album, you need to justify you're doing that and i feel like this one does you basically need to be taylor swift or it doesn't work uh we also have <laughs> it's also like narrated by like princess diana right princess, is, is that is that true the actress, i don't know what i don't know what princess diana sounds like the actress from the crowd who <laughs> plays her just pops in and like gives us these little like vocal interludes throughout the entire thing yeah she sounds like she's supposed to be like an angel or like some sort of goddess that's like or like mentor figure giving sims like kind of like gassing sims up in between things and sims like okay no i i understand but it's just it's really hard and she's like you can do it sims come on keep going greg when you heard about this rapper did you think it was music from the video game the sims <laughs> they're all gonna be in like sims talk i i did really enjoy did I? 
the at the end of this album i i looked up some of the lyrics and lil sim's like um description of the the final track on the album where she was like i think this is the perfect closer for the album i could have stopped it a track before but it's sort of like you do 99 reps and you're like why well, did 99 i might, might as well just push one more out and i was like fuck yeah that's such a good attitude to have for this album of all things it's like yeah I'm a little embarrassed at how long it took me to realize that sometimes I might be an introvert is like her nickname. And yeah. Or her name, Simbi. Took me so long and I finally put it together. And uh, also just a clever little note to hide in your relevant title of your album. Uh, just to throw back really quickly, um, I found out very recently that the name of uh, Sophie's album when we talked about it, um, Oil of Every Pearl's Uninsides, is supposed to sound like um, I Love Every Person's Insides. <laughs> it's like I Love Dogs. Remember That's that movie? a very Sophie thing to do. <laughs> yeah, that, that just made me think of that, and I figured I'd, I would throw that out. Um, mm-hmm. Now, going over to talk about a little bit more about Sleigh Bells, uh, I, I really enjoyed this album. Is there do- a... There's uh, maybe I'm too old, so all this shit sounds the same to me. But I feel like this isn't that different to me than a hundred gex was. And Sophie is a good thing to bring up, Taylor, because yeah. there's like Sophie was too much for me, right? Uh, my yeah. tiny brain could not handle it. But then there's a step between like say Blink One Eighty Two and Sophie, which is these bands that you always suggest that I love, where. It's not full on experimental, and yet you never know what sound is going to come out of them. Is that fair to like group these two together? Oh, I think absolutely. I think 100 Gex is in conversation with like old school sleigh bells, and like I th- I think yeah, they grew up listening to sleigh bells. Yeah, I I think sleigh bells was like doing a thing in like 2010 2011 that like then became a lot of the hyper pop sound if you so. interview 100 gex and say what was your what did you listen to when you were a kid you have to say more than sleigh bells like <laughs> all, we, all we did was listen to sleigh bells all day play mario paint <laughs> but sleigh bells to me seems a little bit more reserved um a little bit more yeah. serious uh it definitely like seems a like marathon. a marathon yeah poppy yeah the, the, i think that they are they craft tighter pop tunes than maybe 100 gex does and I yeah, think I think it, it, it meets it, you halfway a little bit. Yeah. It totally yeah. resonated with me because of the poppiness, I think. Yeah. It was like, I can listen to this album over and over and over and over again. And it's amazing. I just, I lose my bearing sometimes when I don't have a clear, and I know this isn't like very artsy, but when I don't have a clear uh, verse, pre-chorus, chorus, you know, like sometimes <laughs> I, I'm not sure what's going on and Sleigh Bells you definitely helps you out with that. You needed yeah, to introduce them to us opposite way. We needed Sleigh Bells, 100 Gex, then Sophie. Yes. We needed to... The baby steps in reverse. That's, I, I fucked up in that way where I, I didn't I didn't quite like lead you guys you in. hold our little hands to this. Yeah, that's, you know what? And that's on me. That's uh, that's something that I'll, I'll live with to my grave. Do over. Yeah. But, well, speaking of do overs, there are none when it comes to voting. Greg, give me your vote. Which one of these is going to be moving on? I have to be true to myself here, um, and I'm going to say I'm voting for Sleigh Bells because it was the the album that I was more into myself. Hell yeah. I, I can only respect that. Yeah. Books. Where, where uh, I going? do love Sleigh Bells. I think it's worth listening to, worth talking about. But um, immediately when I listened to Little Sims all the way through, I knew it was going to be one of the top contenders for this whole bracket. Yeah. So that one gets my vote. Fantastic. Ryan, where are you going? We finally got one. There's a rapper for us, 
There's a rapper that's an introvert. I'm not voting against her. <laughs> it's Lil Sims. Fantastic. Cassie, uh, where, are we, where are we landing? We're... Thank you for the gift that is Sleigh Bells and Texas. Um, thank you for that. But I, I do got to go with Little Sims. Of course. And Caitlin, uh, where, 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 are you, where are you landing on this one? I don't think anyone mentioned that in Little Sims, there's someone that sounds like Hermione Granger. And I don't know if it's just because I can't understand British voices. or and, then, <laughs> and I watched Harry Potter too many times. And now everyone sounds like Harry Potter characters. But um, yeah, there's that. But also, I love Sleigh Bells. So I'm with Greg. I'm, I'm going with Sleigh Bells. Yeah. Oh, shit. Sleigh Bells ring. Uh, well, unfortunately, that does uh, that does not help out, and uh, Lil Sims will be moving on, which I'm fine with. Lil Sims was going to be my pick if it wasn't already on here. So, if it weren't th- already you. the number yeah. one seed, yeah. <laughs> so, thank you all for saying very nice things about Sleigh Bells. Uh, with that, Lil Sims will move on to the next round, and we will take a quick break and get you your next matchup in the bracket. Your next matchup on the 2021 album bracket is fifth seeds Lowe's. Hey, what? Versus your 13th seed, Taylor Swift, Red, Taylor's version. Ryan, do you think it would be an absolute disgrace to choose a glorified anniversary remaster to move on from this matchup? Or does Taylor Swift have a chance to beat one of the best and most sonically interesting albums from a band with a near 30-year career of excellence behind them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now we're talking. Uh, okay. Well, thank you for that very not leading question. But yeah. Taylor- you can go any way you want with that one. Taylor, some could make, make the argument that it's a disgrace that Taylor Swift's album even made it this far. So I yeah, would argue yeah, that. Let's, yeah, let's argue this. Yeah, yeah <laughs> it's arguable. Taylor, uh, you were not on the preview show where we took no, this bracket not. from 16 to 8. Yeah. And boy, did us Swifties come out in full force. <laughs> oh, yeah, I heard dude. that. I heard that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, listen, I, I, I will admit. Like, I didn't um, listen to a lot of music that came out this year as it was happening. I spent most of the year listening to Coheed and Cambria and going through the back <laughs> catalog of a little band. Are you guys familiar with Low? Um, uh, so, yeah, I just listened to only that. So, I might be a little biased, but um, this you Taylor seem Swift angry album. right now. Like, your face <laughs> yeah, is red right now. A little biased. <laughs> this, this Taylor Swift album is only by the barest of technicalities, not just like. Hey, we we put out a deluxe version with like yeah. some live demo tracks. Like we didn't put like fucking new new adventures in hi-fi on here when REM released a remaster. It's so, like they didn't put it's out a 10 side years B, old like Carly. It's, it's 10 years old and it sounds 20 years old. It's 10 years old and it sounds like garbage and it shouldn't be here. <laughs> oh, shit. It's asinine she put out this album. It's asinine it's on this it bracket. It is not asinine because now she owns this. I do have to clarify, she's not doing this because she's, you know, just obsessed with herself. This is one she'll it's actually t- no. own. It's two and a half hours. She is obsessed Dude. with her. She didn't need to put two and a half yeah, hours out there. It's two and a half hours. And it ends with a 10 minute Fuck, song. No, they did it. <laughs> This is like when somebody brings up Taylor Swift on Fox News. This is what it sounds like. <laughs> I'm scared. As someone who wanted that extra two and a half hours, I can attest that uh, I yeah. was absolutely delighted listening through this entire Listen, album. Red is a fine album, and it was great in 2012 when it came out. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't need to vote it for the best 2021 albums. I'll never forget Greg's review as he was going through all of the albums to listen to for the bracket, and he texted me, and he was like, wait, I got through all this, and at the end, there's a 10-minute song? Are you shitting me right now? There cannot be a bigger middle finger than her putting that right at the end to you guys. (laughs) (laughs) She straight up was like, fuck everyone. Some of us listened to it, didn't realize it was a full 10 minutes. That's just how amazing it was. Okay. 
I listened to it and I did not know that was a 10 minute song. I no, thought I okay. had not gotten to it. Yeah, At four I mean, minutes like, and 45 seconds, it hits a crescendo and it is all downhill from there. You, you, I will give you seven minutes at the most and and that is being generous. That extra three minutes you didn't need and you don't need a slow fade out on that motherfucker. Take it oh, out. Just cut out? it. There's you a put slow ten fade minutes, out. You give me a slow fade out. You're gonna be Fuck lazy off. shit. And give me a slow fade out after ten goddamn minutes. And Fuck also, off. throughout the entire fade out, she's like, "Fade out." <laughs> yeah, we know. Yeah. We know what's happening. Just to let you yeah. know that the fade out is occurring. But now I will. I on, think the other, that- <laughs> on the other side of the matchup is uh, is low and their album "Hey What," uh, extremely sper- experimental and not two and a half hours long. But uh, I, I do want to clarify on that one because maybe it's from being on all these shows and these these brackets, but extremely experimental does turn people off. And I liked yeah. Double Negative the, when it was on the bracket. That was probably yeah. the first time I had actually listened to Low was ni- 2019. It, yeah, it was the first time I also listened to them. And yeah, like year of 27 my, of their career. <laughs> yeah, it became one of my favorite bands and I was like, huh. And I thought that was extremely experimental. The Having listened to that and then this was like the baby steps from Sophie to 100 Gex to, like, if you listen to Double Negative and then this, this is so much more accessible, but also just better. Like, I think yes. that, that Double Negative was experimental in the genre sense and in the literal sense. Like, they were trying to be like that. I don't know if the experiment yes. fully worked that time, as good as it was, and then this is when it worked. Mm-hmm. It's If you go through their back catalog, like certain members of this panel did, uh, you can really hear like their album before Double Negative Ones and Sixes was like a pretty standard album, but had like a little bit of that sound. And you can hear them go from that to let's turn the dial to 11 and figure out how far we can push this. And this does feel kind of like Little Sims. It feels like the previous album was great, but this is like we took what we learned and we sort of perfected it and made it like really tight and cohesive and uh, this is my personal pick for best album of the year i haven't listened to their backlog but it does kind of scare me that ryan says that this is more accessible because i found myself having a very hard time connecting to this and listening to this album all the way through and i just feel like maybe i was a dum-dum trying to get through it but which is fine if that's the case and i'm just more taylor swift's level but i feel like little sims a lot of the other albums on here i immediately knew it was intellectual knew it was doing new things but i still had that emotional connection this i just felt distanced from and it didn't but, engage me yeah. on that level. it's challenging i mean that's yes. like that like uh, and i don't mean it for, in the sense of it, intellectual necessarily it's challenging in that it's not always pleasant you know yeah, like no, it's, it's not, and not. it's not aiming to always <laughs> be pleasant yeah no, that's it, like which, the- I, I think i can't blame anyone for being like this album wasn't for me I, 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 I think that's what it's aiming for but yeah go ahead cassie I mean, that's what like you got to do with it. I It totally is. It's this very fine line between what is music and what is noise. And it's either if you are able to kind of like passively accept it and find like music in the combination of what they're doing, or if you just focus in on the loud beeping tone that is there, <laughs> then that will drive people insane. So it's very understandable. If it drives you insane, like that's fair. <laughs> I, I really like like everything that's going around the music uh, aside from the repetitive beeping and and like, you don't like repetitive static <laughs> noises and like the in and out noises it like really bugged me so i feel like i would like low if it was less annoying i will the, say this Caitlin, like, i will it, say go listen to their back catalog because that's yeah. <laughs> that but like with the the stuff you don't like taken out this is important too i think that the point of the album is i i'm gonna start every sentence with that 
Yeah. This is important too. This what is I'm an important to... point I'm about to make. <laughs> Everybody listen. What I meant to say is what Greg said in the intro is important too with this album because I think that the point of the album is you have to get through all the bullshit mm. in your life. Like that's the point of life. And they included bullshit for you. And that doesn't make it more enjoyable, but you do have to get through it. But going, to back, going back to what Greg said about the soundscape is, and we can talk about this for every album, there are some albums where you just don't have a choice. You have to listen to it from the speakers on your phone. And that sucks, but you want to listen to music. This is an album where you find the best speakers yes. in your house, yeah. and you sit on your couch, and you let it wrap all the way around you. Yes, you have to live in this. It sounds like they took they took an ocean of sound and then like made it so that it envelops you and then started ripping apart pieces of it around you. That doesn't like, fun to you? <laughs> you know? I see that that is where I What's think the, the rift will be. I like movies that do that to me. I like books that do that to me, but I don't like books. audio alone that does that to me. Um, I just think I have too much of a haywire brain that as soon as I, I can't actually let myself go and fully dive into that, it just instead it just nags at a certain part inside of me and I never fully envelop in it. Um, but I there's can appreciate real, that it's doing it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The appreciation yeah. is there even if you don't like there's a real audiophile nerd, you know, I know stats about music kind of aspect to this that I can definitely see. Uh, it's just going to keep me at arm's length because I would rather listen to all too well mm-hmm. yeah. also if if you have anxiety which I, I do like it is there's times where you just cannot listen to this album because it will it's it sends too much at you and if you're an anxious person you start getting for lack of a better word triggered like you start really like it's 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 just a lot and i, I found myself several times trying to listen to this album and then having to go away from it because it's just like okay Great. i'm Going like this caused me to panic that's what i did i, <laughs> I think it's <laughs> I think it's so interesting that you say that because I feel like, and maybe this is just because of the type of person that I am and the things that I like. I feel like this is both this and double negative have historically been like, if I am very anxious and need to like center myself, I put this on because it gives me something to just sort of like same bombard me and sort of envelop me. And then it feels like I'm being swaddled by something else. And that is where the anxiety lives. And I can just like, push it, it off gives, it gives your anxiety a rhythm it's like yeah. it's, it's fucking oh, wow. i don't want my anxiety to have a rhythm i want it to go away <laughs> yeah I, word i'm with greg every time i turn this on it makes me anxious and i think yeah. that's why i hate it because i have to like turn it down and then i can still hear it like like the, <laughs> the, the sounds of it and it like it really bugs me and i keep trying to turn it down lower and lower i did and make a mistake is that why they call it low yeah, yeah that's yeah. why just <laughs> keep low low more more don't low. don't listen to the first like this album for the first time while at work was a massive mistake. It was terrible. Oh. I should have yep. done better. Or, I don't that, smoke that weed is... anymore, but if I still did, the way that I smoke weed and listen to this, I would fucking call the police <laughs> on myself. <laughs> it's, uh, I had the exact same work interaction with the previous album, Double Negative. Like The first time I put it on, I was at work on my headphones, and I started playing it. It was like... This is not the environment. I can't. Yeah. I can't do this. This needs something else. I but noticed see, I it, started just anxiously, anxiously tapping my enter key on an email because I didn't know what to type the next paragraph of the email <laughs> I was sending, and I was just sitting there and I was like, "It's the music, not this email you're trying to send. The music is doing this to you." But see, there's this there's this conversation that you have to have that is weird and awkward where uh, this album in a lot of ways sucks to listen to but their intention was to turn anxiety into music to create that feeling of anxiety and they were so successful at it that you can't you have to you have to argue that like they were great at their job 
So what does yeah. that mean as far as great like, at their job, but is that great for album? music overall? Do I need I anxiety know. in well, music? I guess that's what we're here to vote for. So let's find out. Books. Which oh, of these gonna, albums are you going to vote for? I think everyone knows. Uh, I do think Low is doing great things. I'm just not the person for that. So I cannot vote for it. Red is getting my vote. Okay. I'm very worried about this. Ryan, which one uh, are we voting for? As I, I was one of the three people who fought to get red on the bracket in the previous <laughs> show. Uh-huh. And, but I will go back to the thing we talked about with Little Sims is, this is 65 minutes. I can't believe it. Uh, when I was done with Taylor Swift, I was like, this wasn't six hours? I can't believe it. Uh, just cut a song. Just experience what it's like to cut a song. Uh, it's low and it's not close. Great. That, okay, making me feel a little bit better. Cassie, which way are we going? 100% low. Great. Very good. Caitlin, I, which way? I... Um, tried to put myself in a good atmosphere because i knew how low was and even going through the the fabric store it made me very anxious <laughs> <laughs> and so i am ha- i have to go with thread plus keep in mind that when caitlin goes to the uh, fabric store store it's with a ghetto blaster on her shoulder <laughs> so that place was rocking i have never been more excited to to know that i have at, at least one vote that counts for 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 two on this show <laughs> Greg, which way are we going? Low or Taylor Swift's Red? It's funny that Low is um, such an older band than Taylor Swift because the, Low's album feels like what's next in music, and Taylor Swift's album feels like what it is, which is something that that happened ten years ago. I'm um, definitely Low. Thank God that does give us a three to two margin, which is so much closer than it has any right to be. <laughs> And Low will be moving on in the bracket. We're going to take another quick break. And after that, we will do our next matchup, which will give me much fewer heart palpitations. Hey, guys, thank you so much for listening so far. And let me just tell you that everything ahead of this commercial is much better than what came before it. That's my guarantee. While I have you here, let me tell you about a website. It's called yourpopfilter.com. And it's everything you need that's related to pop filter everything mike everything ryan everything greg everything cassie everything is there at yourpopfilter.com while you're there go to yourpopfilter.com slash amazon make that your new amazon bookmark and do your shopping from there that way we get a little piece of the action and amazon doesn't make sure you're also listening to everything that pop filter has to offer which includes the superhero show show a podcast that covers every single TV show that's based on a comic book or comic book property, and Movie of the Year, where we sit down and try and figure out what is the single greatest movie of any given year. That's Superhero Show Show, that's Movie of the Year, and that's YourPopFilter.com. Rate, subscribe, review, bye! Your next matchup in the 2020 album bracket is your second seed, Tyler the Creator's Call Me If You Get Lost versus number seven seed Arlo Park's Collapsed in Sunbeams. Cassie, what style of exploring growth and change worked better for you? Tyler's bombastic alter ego festival or Arlo Park's more relaxed and poppy vibe? Both were, they're both amazing. For me specifically, it is going to be Tyler, Tyler the Creator's just because it fits in more with me. But Arlo Park's is like this beautiful... I, just a beautiful album like beautiful music musicality all around but th- there's something about tyler the creator that every year i'm just like fuck this kid is good <laughs> this kid, he's so good he's just good and it's undeniable like even when like you know he's doing stuff like i 
it is call me if you get lost as greg said before in the preview one like yeah i got lost and i did not care <laughs> i have never enjoyed being more lost like he is so talented and these songs just go so hard and the fact that he's has this natural talent that he's worked so hard at is insane and it's showing every year that he's able to put out an amazing album like he's he's kind of undeniable at this point like it's amazing yeah. This might be the only time on the bracket where we have two albums that are that, like, cut yourself open and yes. we, we watch you bleed against each other. Sew yourself shut. Yeah. <laughs> where is Papa Roach in this bracket, by the way? Yeah. Wait, do you have to release an album in 2021 to be on this bracket or what? Apparently fucking not. <laughs> um, but listening to Arlo Park, these two albums are so amazing together because listen to Arlo Park, so I was just nervous, like, just as far as, like, what we look for in a new album and like to win is there enough like surprising dynamics and drama and Tyler the creator almost has stuff to make you angry and it's weird and sometimes it just sucks it's this is my favorite album of the year and sometimes it just sucks and you have to deal with it and whereas Arlo Parks is too much like an album you would buy at Starbucks to like get us super hyped up on it. Oh, is that wrong? Wow. I uh, I understand that that it comment. I think I dis- I think it's a little bit more interesting than that, but I I am Taylor, very... you would buy this album at Starbucks. That's that was a devastating yeah. blow. Yeah. But, lyrically, but I do think it's, that it's very lyrically it's amazing. It's the musicality yes. that sort of I think it's very obviously and there's like another album maybe on this list that I will also level this criticism at it. Fe- it feels it feels very much like a debut album, and I am so, like it's so good. I'm and I'm very excited for her second album. Mm. Yeah, I can see that. Where, like when Ryan made that comment, it felt hurtful, but I didn't have anything against it. Like it was, it like it's it's a good album, but like also it is kind of some Starbucks music. Um, I, <laughs> I think I think that being Starbucks music is not an inherent disadvantage it's it's a style of sound it's a vibe but when you're you're being held up against something like like call me if you get lost where you're listening to it and you're like i think this might be really complex and Mm -hmm. deep and i think it might take me a long time to really like understand all the layers of this because i think that's what it is i think that that the the album is like you're kind of moving through layers of tyler the creator getting to like the center of the of how he feels about this one incident in his life this one relationship that he cultivated with yeah. somebody and and whether it was correct or not for him to do it and you to get there you have to go through a lot of bluster and a lot of like crass materialism and a lot of like him you know whooping it up and 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 bragging and, on himself and doing this thing of like i am parodying what other hip-hop artists will do but also i'm leaning into it as well but i am doing it yeah. too but, yeah but like, he's also like parodying himself from 10 years ago yeah i think that is the 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 big differentiator between these two albums because as ryan mentioned like they both are like open myself up show like my adolescence and growth albums but musically we're hearing arlo parks this is my first shot and with tyler creator it's i've been doing this for 10 years i produce all of my own albums i have just been only working on this craft and growing in the public eye and here's what i've learned and it shows this album for me it doesn't have the same like cinematic quality that little sims does because it's very jarring and there were times where i was listening to one song and i didn't know if it was five songs mixed into one like i was (laughs) just so lost at times i had to keep checking and seeing what where i was in the album and what was happening but it still has emotional movements but it 
jars you in and out of them the same way and like in a very different quality than cinematically and i'm still not sure how to fully process that but Um, that's why i think that's why i think he didn't have a song on the mixtape you know is because mm -hmm. there isn't like a standout track it's just you have to throw yourself in there and (laughs) which is also very interesting because he also like a part of the like bringing dj drama onto this thing is like make it like a throwback to an era, like a mixtape era of hip hop yeah. yeah. where it's like my whole album is sort of a mixtape, but therefore it doesn't have a single standout track. It's just, we're throwing these out there. Pull anything out. Yeah. And in the meantime, Arlo Parks is just singing about like, it's almost like you are the greatest journal writer of all time. And she opened up her diary and read through it, you know, yeah. like there, got- there's nostalgia going on in both these albums. So, no one says Gangsta Grizzles even once in the Arlo Parks album. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody has their toes out. Arlo Parks reminded me a lot of Phoebe Bridgers mm-hmm. because like the whole like mm. what you're saying, like the journalists, like I'm reading my journal right now. And that's kind of how I felt with Arlo Parks. But I actually like Arlo Parks better than I think Phoebe Bridgers. And I that's really... That's a strong statement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know you wouldn't agree with it, but I, I really was surprised with how much I liked Arlo Park's album and how it like just lulled me and uh, her lyrics and everything. I really enjoyed her album. Starbucks are not. I no, no, enjoyed again, it a I lot. Z- oh, <laughs> Ryan, do you want to defend your Starbucks statement? It's, it's just, it's not as, I don't think it's derogatory. I didn't mean it as derogatory as <laughs> it's coming up. No, no, no. It, I don't think it's it is accurate. a derogatory statement. It just, it, it just, I think it categorized it as an album that is very, like, uh, is very fun to listen to. That I could listen to good and mood. my mom could listen to. Yeah. yeah and yeah. that you could listen to over and over and over again. The kind of album if you had, like, in your car, you'd listen to the CD front to back over and over and over again and not really get sick of it. It's very pleasant, but it's not like uh, you don't get the most innovative music you've ever heard yeah. mm-hmm. while you're buying you your You can mocha. also <laughs> easily sit and read a book and sip on a coffee while listening to this. Tyler, the creators, you need to live in the album and fully get that experience. I I mean, you could try to read while it was playing, but I don't think it would go very well. So, no, because it can't say because it refuses to settle. That's Mm -hmm. the thing. Like, Mm -hmm. he never just gives the album over to like, now you're going to hear this one sound for a while. The second you get comfortable in any sound, he radically changes it. I mean, there's one song where he starts off and he gets like three lines into it and then he just stops and starts another yeah. song. Right? That's what, this- it really threw me. I was so confused. I thought somehow Spotify skipped like an old CD with a scratch on but it. This is not how, this is not where we think music is going. But where we think music is going is write three songs, don't release an album, just release the three songs, just have good songs. Nobody listens to albums anymore. And he was yeah. like, fuck that. I'm going to make, I'm going to make this thing and I don't know if they're songs or not. Like you, you I don't know. You're never going to know. They're just yeah. sometimes the track switches from he, twelve to thirteen. He's the anti Haley yeah. Steinfeld. <laughs> it's it's definitely more audio than it is like, but not noise. I don't I don't want to classify it as noise because it's definitely cohesive yes. and it has quality to it. But it's it's audio driven. Cohesive not, in Cambria. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Ryan. Uh, yeah, I think Tyler Crater is is d- doing an experimental and and sonic journey but in a way that is very different from something like low but it is still like the same level of i think experimentation just in a different direction and then also throughout the entire album commenting on how much he's changing music while he's doing it (laughs) there's clips of him playing his stuff just for people in his life and having to be like wow this is amazing nothing sounds like this like (laughs) the first time you hear a song you're already hearing somebody praise it yeah 
which fucking rules. I love that. That I really was besmitten with this album when I listened yeah. to it. It just like not only is it very interesting, it's Tyler Creator doing something like kind of grown up, but also it's got DJ drama on it. The instant I hear DJ drama, I like my brain does like a Vietnam flashback, and it's 2008, <laughs> and I'm listening to Lil Wayne for the first time. And like the instant it. I heard the little lighter flick on this, I was like, "Oh shit, here we go!" And, like it just like it it hits all of the little parts of me in like very interesting, weird ways, and I'm like, "Yeah, this is fun. I like this." And it's kind of like a novel. I mean, like, yeah. like the in, in a way, it's all about him and everything that's happened in his career so far. In another way, it's just about this one relationship she, he has with a woman who's like going out with one of his friends. It's also about the trip dealing with that in Geneva. <laughs> like, yeah. and every single song keeps intersecting back with all of these same plot points. And it like, it makes it so satisfying because the more you listen to it, the more you see how it is interconnected, like within that yeah. the album itself. And, because he also like his do like Tyler Baudelaire, like alter ego is like based on like a French poet. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, Which, so I, it's like, I had to study that guy rare. in school and that guy is about as easy to crack into as Tyler, the creator is like, <laughs> yeah, that's some rough stuff. It's also just, like, insane to me to, like, go back in my mind and think, like, me 10 years ago, what I would say if I was, like, yeah, Tyler, the creator made, like, one of the most thoughtful and interesting, uh, like, very, very (laughs) adult albums. It's time now. It's time. Like, we talked about this in the preview show, but it's time for him to be anointed at, like, a Kendrick Lamar after three albums in six years of this level. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's, like, at the throne. It's funny because he has a part in one of the songs where he's, like, no one thought we'd be here. It's, like that's not true about you anymore man like yeah. you're kind of the most one of the most respected we musical artists he also like he also brings up on one of, one of the songs where he's like and that's why my album cherry bomb didn't sound very good yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> i was it's going through some stuff one of these things that like makes me grateful this album came out now because i think like 10 years ago mckenna would not have the like emotional growth to process something like this so i'm glad i've kind of grown a little bit with Tyler the creator because i don't think i could have handled this album also like we i mean we, we talked about anxiety and we talk about how low gives you anxiety now but for a lot of these people, Little Sims and uh, Arlo Parks, and especially Tyler, the creator, think about listening to this album 10 years from now. For them listening to this album, like, they're so raw and open. Like, that has to be devastating to think about what you gave to the world yeah. 10 oh, years yeah. from now. Mm-hmm. It's like reading your old Facebook profile, yeah. like, <laughs> posts. Awful. All right. Well, it is time that we have to do a vote. Uh, Ryan, which way are we voting on this one? Yeah, man. Igor was, I think close to winning that year and yeah. i think now it is time so uh arlo parks i will echo taylor's statement can't wait to see what you have in two years from now yeah uh cassie where are you going uh yeah taylor the creator is just owning his craft and killing it so it's it's Tyler the creator for me hell yeah caitlin he put a comma in his name and then called himself the creator yes. like <laughs> aka bunny hop um I don't understand Tyler the Creator, and I try really hard, and that's okay. You guys like him, and that's okay. Uh, I'm going for Arlo Parks. I really liked it. Okay, preventing a sweep. I love to see it. Books. Which way are you uh, voting? One of the only times I'm okay with being lost is while listening to this album. So it's Tyler the Creator. Love it. And Greg, uh, your vote doesn't there really are... count, but uh... there are no bad albums at this point on, on yeah. the list but Tyler the Creator is just 
It's different. I mean, somebody it's, says it on the it's album. It's really different. It's really different. It just really is. So, I it, it's album of the year material for sure. Yes. When you said at this point, no bad albums at this point, were you specifically talking about the fact that Red is gone? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I want to go so far as say that that's a bad album. I will. Fuck it. I'll, I I'll, say, I'll, I will. I'll, I'll, I'll bogart it that. It shouldn't be 30 songs long. Your album should never be that long. Like, uh, anyway. Yeah. But no, I mean, it was. I'm glad I listened to Red. Um, yeah. But like, Arlo Parks is, to, to me, this Arlo Parks album is twice as good, twice as relevant, twice as interesting. I mean, yeah. it's way better than that, than that Taylor Swift album for sure. <laughs> And that is why uh, it will not be moving on. And instead, Tyler Creator will be moving on to the next round. With that, we'll take another quick break. And then we'll have our final matchup of round one. Your next and final matchup for round one of the bracket is your number three seed, Olivia Rodrigo's Sour, versus your number six seed, Japanese Breakfast's Jubilee. Caitlin, very simple one for you. How do you like your emotional pop music? Sweet or sour? Ooh. <laughs> um, I, okay, Japanese Breakfast, I'd never heard of them before, so this was like a really fun intro to them. Um, I was like, oh, yeah, I could jam to this. Kind of slower than I expected. But then Olivia Rodrigo got super sour and brutal, and I, I, I mean, I have not been able to stop listening to this, and it's been on repeat. For so. people who are just listening and not here in the studio, uh, Caitlin's face is covered in stickers, including her tongue. So, I'm here for it. Caitlin famously has been like a champion of High School Musical, the musical, the series yeah. from like day one. Yeah. So this you sort of feels like TTM, TMM, TS. Yes. Yeah. This this does feel like sort of vindication for Caitlin specifically. Like this is her low. Like talent comes out of the thing she's been raving about. Yes, and no one watched it, and it's very good. It's a very good show, and then. The music is really good. I think I was screaming about Olivia Rodrigo before she put out her album because I was like, this is so good. And she still is good. And I love her beats. It's one of those things where <sighs> it's Caitlin will talk about a person and it will just go over or under your head. Like, I I don't remember that at all. And then I'll be like, Caitlin, did you hear this new album, Sour, by this new person <laughs> called Olivia Rodrigo? And she's like, are you fucking kidding me right now? <laughs> like, are you serious? I don't get wins often, okay? <laughs> yeah. I usually point people to shit and garbage, but Olivia have, Rodrigo is good. <laughs> I have never felt more akin to Caitlin than in this very moment. <laughs> I feel like I never know who is in or coming out of the Disney kid actor ecosphere. Like I yeah. so and that that's what she is right so like like yeah. mm-hmm. she could be so popular to so many people but she's like not anywhere on my radar at all until something like this because that that's like a big crossover and this is an important one too uh if I can pull back the curtain a little bit and reveal that the six of us are in a what's called a music league where we enter songs and it creates a playlist and. Caitlin's dedication to not being in last place is so strong. Yeah. And she she's already in a hole for this season. I'm and so deep in this we, hole. So, so deep. deep. I think we need to give her this Olivia Rodrigo thing it, just because of that. I have because one of that. fucking win. For fuck's sake. I'm not joking. This music I didn't know it was possible this early in that music league to be in the negative. I thought Caitlin, I literally thought she was so being far. ironic. I, I, thought, I thought that yeah. she was playing to I thought to it was a prank. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so when my, I get one uh, win, Olivia Rodrigo, gotta give it to me. 
Here's I, I tell Olivia Rodrigo though, like you do, you do have some interesting taste. Uh, this is universally good though. I think yeah. Yeah. everyone can jump on it with you. Um, yeah. She's so young, so talented. Wrote this album with like incredible insight into her young life. Like she has no problem highlighting all those ugly emotions in her songs. And you know what's gonna be sad? Her. She's gonna like in a year or two, she's gonna write an album that coming from a better place. And everyone's going to be like, boo, boo, get bitter again, girl. Emotionally stable. (laughs) Dust yourself Uh, off and knock yourself back down. Here's, here's what I'll say about this album. Um, I, I listened to this album and my takeaway is Olivia Rodrigo, extremely talented vocalist, very promising songwriter needs to fire her producer, get a, get a different producer. Uh, the, the issue I had with this album is that, the production is not great and it sort of is in the background and a little muted. All of the ballads sound kind of the same and this album needed to be sequenced differently. I I Uh, totally agree. I see what you're saying, but I do think that this album is coming from a place where, because you know how uh, the faster things change, but also the slower things change. It's she's coming from a place where if you're this age and this, you know, level of attractiveness. We're going to sell yes. you in this way, even though that's how we did it in 2002. Mm-hmm. We're still going to pump out the album like that. But that being said, I still think Olivia Rodrigo needs to be put on that list of Little Sims and Arlo Parks and Tyler the Creator of cutting herself open and showing us what's in there in yeah. this oh, incredibly yes. poppy album. And the I'm looking at her is- as an artist more as like an album that sounds like bubblegum. Yes, it's uh, the the artistry here is absolutely there. It's if I have to level a criticism, it's that like if if this were produced by like a Jack Antonoff, I think this would be like number one with a bullet. I think yeah. if if there's one thing kneecapping it from being the runaway, it's that it's it's the I other people around her. Think it's um, it was very quick. Like she wrote this album very fast, very yes. fresh on one topic, and that makes it cohesive in a way. Like if she had given herself some time, we probably would have had songs on different topics that would not have necessarily related to this heartbreak, um, brutal album. But that quickness also lends to maybe things could have changed and emotionally evolved a bit more. Um, but she but got it, it out very, very that quickly. thing that you said though, McKenna, takes me back to a time where. Uh, my heart got broken. Well, I was mostly breaking hearts, but uh, yeah, come on, Ryan, fess up. Uh, and that is all that mattered in the world. Oh, like you couldn't think about a single other thing except for that heartbreak, and that's what this album brings well, you back to. I think, I think it's, it's very naive to criticize this album as like, well, it's all about. She's seventeen. That's all that mattered at oh, the time. Yeah. Like that is the biggest that thing which is stickers. Yeah, it's <laughs> impressive how well she like captured that emotion of being 17 and this being the most important thing in the world. But I also think that makes it a very interesting matchup between this and Japanese Breakfast because Japanese Breakfast's like last two or three albums have pretty much all been like dealing with like the death of her mother and like being sad and upset and this is her album where she's like i'm going to be happy and this is like my happy album so it's like they're they're almost polar opposites where it's like mm-hmm. the japanese breakfast album is almost like what if olivia rodrigo like was dealing with emotions like 10 years from now like it's an episode from marvel's what if like it's an <laughs> episode of marvel's what if i, I love- have to I love this whole thing about how she released a book and then released the antithesis in an album. And I didn't have to read that sad ass book. I just got to listen to the fun ass album. Yeah. 
Is the album only joyful though? I feel like that that's that's what she no. said about it, but then like I I feel like there it's still a pretty like emotionally complex album. Yeah. I I think saying that it's only joyful is is like is sort of distilling it too much, but I it's think it is like, like We'll go to Zadie Smith's definition of joy. I don't know if you've read that essay, but that like true joy is that acceptance of sadness while still finding your own happiness. That's what this album yes. felt like to me. Yes, I that you took you took the words out of my mouth and made them way better than anything I would have possibly <laughs> been able to say. Um, I too was going to quote an essay. But yeah, th- that is what this album does feel like to me. Is like I have dealt with the the struggle stuff, and here's like the joy I found through that, and in spite of that, rather than like I think if this were a seventeen year old making this album, would be like. <laughs> friends are fun right and like that's what it would be but it feels a deeper and more complex like it's 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 hard to just say that it's about joy because it is such a complex range of emotions and i think that's what makes it so fucking good i I love this japanese breakfast album but like posing in bondage doesn't seem like a song about happiness it seems like a song about like isolation you know and it's important to bring up especially because she they it's it's one person right it's two people. That's what I, I don't know. Like, but isn't oh, it, it is? isn't isn't it a? I I don't know. Japanese and breakfast. Uh, <laughs> I like the the thing that that's important to bring up, especially because they are up against Olivia Rodrigo, is that not only is it still upbeat and poppy, but just referencing constantly to the decades of my youth. Like, there's so many songs that feel straight out of the '90s or '80s, and that's when the best music was made. I think everyone can agree. Also, 10 I, songs, 37 minutes. Mm, that's tight. Delightful. Leave them wanting more. Like this, When this album is over, you're like, no, that's the perfect place to be in when an album is over. Yeah. I, I One thing that I think this maybe is a, it's not necessarily a criticism, but it's a thing that bumps me is uh, with the Olivia Rodrigo album. I had the same response to it as I did with uh, Harry Styles' first solo album, which was... I see that you are you do a very good job of like sort of wearing your influences on your sleeve and doing like here's like a Paramore song here's like my my version of like a Lord song or a Taylor Swift song but it does make me every time I listen to those go well now I kind of just wish I was listening to that other thing and I and I'm excited for you to make these more your own on your next album um which that that might be a, a nonsense not actual issue that's just for me but uh, no, no I, I know what I, you I, mean that like there's, there's 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 like homages to other music and then there's kind of like so closely hewing to what they do that you're not bringing a newness to it which i'm not but, saying yes. that she did but it's important to be like quentin tarantino which is to steal from things that other people haven't seen therefore you seem very original totally yeah <laughs> yes don't steal from the popular ones steal from the unknown ones and i mean like the steal elvis costello you know. song that she like that that she kind of copped it was that was like that was not a bad choice like that's not like the most famous song ever <laughs> yeah it's it's i i really enjoyed sour but it was just that those little things that were like I, it, I think, I, think her- I, I, I think I can see exactly a pathway for it to becoming like a perfect album. And, and that's where I'm just like, oh, oh it's so close. That's so much more frustrating than something being bad. Yeah. I like, know. When you can see the Matrix green lines behind the album, and you're like, no, just put this here and do ah. these simple little changes. And yeah. But her next album, I think we can all agree. Olivia Rodrigo's next album oh. is going to. 
For in sure. two years from two years Blows from now's bracket is going to be Arlo Parks' second album versus Olivia Rodrigo's second album, and it's going to be yes. an amazing battle. It's going to be terrible. It's going to be brilliant, but I'm going to cry. <laughs> yeah. Well, with that, I think it is now time for us to have to make a choice between these two. I'm going to go to Caitlin first. Which way are you going? Taylor, you know I have to get my one win on here. I, I, my, yeah. my Olivia have you lost Rodrigo. every battle so far? I have! <laughs> I had all-star! <laughs> Anyways, yeah, Olivia Rodrigo, please. Yeah, okay. That's one vote for Olivia Rodrigo. Cassie, where are you um, going? Uh, Sour, like, when it dropped, it was it's a g- good album. I was very surprised by her songwriting and how she was able, like, she brought everybody to being 17 again which is talent but as we said like i feel like this is as far as she goes this far in the bracket feels right for her so i am gonna go japanese breakfast also much like low and bringing you anxiety i don't want to be fucking 17 again (laughs) Uh that sounds terrible where's my fucking teenage dream uh ryan which way are you landing on this one taylor i gotta say i honestly came in here thinking that sour was gonna be the pick but i'm sort of thinking that we do this stuff with pop that we do with like horror movies of like, well, it, they're never elevated enough. So let's elevate them. But then you start saying the average stuff is great. Whereas Japanese breakfast does all of the pop things you need and is still so great. I'm going with Japanese so breakfast. Okay. We're, we're shaping up for uh for a potential upset here. Books. Where are you landing? Uh, I, I really did enjoy both albums on this bracket. Um, I'm going to go with the one that I think I listen to more, and I am going to help try to help Kaylin get her win. So I'm going to go with Sour. Oh, <laughs> shit. Just one. Just okay. give me one, please. That's all Greg. I, ask. I think you, I. Are you landing? I think I, I, part of me wants to say Japanese Breakfast because I think that um, that's like a, maybe a, a better band and maybe a better album. But if you said like, hey, name an album from this year, I think I would say just Sour right off the top of my head. It's the album I listened to probably more than any other on this list. Oh, and shit. it defined so much of the year for me. So <laughs> it is Sour for me. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait. Caitlin, look right into Taylor's eyes and do that like quivering bottom lip thing. Yeah. Caitlin, I am I am so I'm so very pleased to be able to give you this news. <laughs> Olivia Rodrigo is going to move on <laughs> to the albums we're not talking about list. Because <laughs> no, fuck no. that shit, I hated it. <laughs> she is she is moving on to the next round, and with that, we have our round one. The winners from this round are Lilsom, sometimes I might be introvert, Lowe's, Hey What, Tyler the Creators, Call Me If You Get Lost, and Olivia Rodrigo Sour. We're going to take a quick break and we will move on to round two where those guys will all face off against each other. All right. Your first matchup of round two is going to be Little Sims. Sometimes I might be introvert up against Lowe's. Hey, what? Ryan, where are we going? I like I have to go back to this thing of like, I, I really think the through line is what is it about yourself and low is a band and that's something else that's super interesting i know greg you said that japanese breakfast is two people but i think it's mostly just one right like for yeah, arguments just, sake, yeah it's one there's two that are featured in the videos a lot but everybody always talks about the band as just the one the one lady it's and just this michelle is, this is why you're one is because you get to write these songs that are so much about you or you have to be in like smashing pumpkins where everybody's like oh another song about billy fucking great <laughs> 
But the best thing to do is just to be a solo artist and make it seem like you're solo or make it seem like you're a band, but like really get us in to let let us know who you are. And Lowe did a thing. Lowe did a more storytelling thing, and Little Sims didn't. And so it's got to be her. Word. All right. So one vote for Little Sims. Cassie, where are you landing on this one? This one's very hard. We've talked about how good Little Sims was. Low is very polarizing, and it, it either you love it or you're not in for it, which makes it feel like the argument is almost like, do you move it on if it polarizes half the people? But I love it so uh, fuck it. I'm gonna go with Low. Hell yeah, I fucking love. I fucking love to hear that. We're we're, <laughs> we're 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 getting we're getting into the spicy hours now, Caitlin. Where's where's this vote going? Uh, I think you can guess. I don't. I don't enjoy having my ears bleed, so I am gonna go with Little Sims. What a Karen! That, you know, that makes that makes sense to me, Greg. What's what, lo- what's your girl? I love Low, and anyone who says anything bad about them uh, is silly in my mind. But Little Sims, the sometimes I might be introvert, just delivered on so many levels, and I think that. The extra levels, which is it's it's a lot more fun to listen to, um, and earnest, and a little bit more joyful, and a little bit more emotional. So I'm going to go with with sometimes I might be introvert. Yeah, absolutely. Can only respect that choice. Books. What's your vote? Yeah, I have to go with the one that ticks all the boxes for me and doesn't just tick the like newness doing something interesting. So that's uh, Little Sims for me. Fantastic. Well, that is uh, four votes for Little Sims to one vote for Hey What. So even if I used my special host privileges to vote Taylor, twice. Taylor, would you vote for Low? Oh, absolutely. Listen, Low is my number one album. Uh, if you haven't listened to it, please go listen to it. Um, I think it's incredible and it's um, something very near and dear to my heart. But it will not be moving on because instead, Little Sims, the number one seed, so it makes sense, uh, is going to move on to the finals. Your next matchup is the number two seed, Tyler the Creators, Call Me If You Get Lost, versus the number three seed, Olivia Rodrigo Sour. It's about to get brutal in here. Oh my god, oh. I forgot to, to tell you guys the news. Whatever wins tonight, I'm going to buy on vinyl. Whoa. Oh, yeah. A licorice pizza, Ryan? Yeah. I'm going to I know what that means. Pizza. Yeah. Uh, um, to me, this is a slammy D, man. Yeah, I think so too, but I'm just going to go real quick to Caitlin first. Uh, yeah. what, are, what are you picking on this one? <laughs> um, I think I always uh, pick a winner, and I think you're coming to me first because you know that I'm setting the tone. Um, so yeah, I'm going to go with Olivia Rodrigo Sour. <laughs> yeah, I figured we'd introduce a little bit of uh, a little bit of tension here right at drama. the top. Drama! Let's get some drama. Yeah. DJ drama over here. Uh, Cassie, <laughs> uh, who, who are you picking? Uh, it's my album of the year, Tyler, the Creator. Yeah, that makes sense. Ryan. I don't know what I'm going to do in the next round. The next one. But my album of the year is Tyler, the Creator. <laughs> All right. That's, it's, it's shaping up one way, but it could go any way. It's anyone's game still. <laughs> Books. But, but can I fight for Caitlin here? Do oh, it. Uh, you know, the, the friendship win. contract that I signed that could legally get me killed. <laughs> oh, did uh, it just does, does tell me I need to vote for Sour, but... Um, I do think it lacks the full depth that Tyler, the creator, is doing in this full album. Um, but I think she's going to get there. I think she's going to be at Tyler, the creator level in a few albums. Yeah. Um, but for, for this year, it's Tyler, the creator. Like yeah. I said, sour butt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sour butt. Uh, Greg, which way are you voting on this one? 
it's so funny watching this guy go from wouldn't it be cool if he could just be normal for like a couple songs so that everybody yeah. could see how good he is all the way to like this appreciating is appreciating that he doesn't <laughs> yeah probably but this is an absolute like olivia rodrigo great album but this helps really for me exemplify how much better his album was than most of what came out in 2021 Tyler the creator call me if you get lost yeah but like it, let's give it up to caitlin's olivia rodrigo for yeah. making it to the final mm-hmm. four that that's is huge. massive that, that's yeah. huge well done well done for the for the three seed no one could have seen she's it. 17 right <laughs> she's a Baby. She's yeah, she's just teenager. a little yeah. kid. Like she's younger than the people I teach. She was born with stickers on her tongue. <laughs> <laughs> she's doing great to overcome that. What what a brave soul! All right, that brings us to our final, which is the number one seed, Lil Sim. Sometimes I might be introvert versus the number two seed. Oh, Tyler why do we do brackets? Why Call do we do brackets? <laughs> it's listen. Sometimes we have sometimes we have upsets. Sometimes it shakes out the way that you know we sort of anticipate it. It doesn't always go one versus two on these things, but with this no. one, didn't you feel like I totally thought this was going uh, to these, be it? These yeah. were the two albums where I was like, okay, this is this yeah. is something else. Yeah. yeah, it's. I mean, my top three were Low, Lil Sims, and Tyler the Creator. So. Mm-hmm. You know what both of these albums have in common for me is that uh, I don't exclusively love everything they do. In both of them, there's parts that annoy the hell out of me, but I think that makes me like the albums more. Yes, I know. (laughs) Greg, how long have you been friends with me? (laughs) That's how relationships work. Yeah, like, yeah, if someone is is just giving you exactly what you want all the time, you get bored. But there are parts of these albums where I'm just like, why did you put that in there? Normally, I'm a grumpy old man. It's the talky parts. Yeah. But I think that there's something about how much I don't like those parts that like I don't know, it like it sets the hook for me. Both of these albums I found I just kept going back and listening to these two anytime I wanted to listen to an album for this show. These were the two that I was most drawn to listen to. And like I want to go back to McKenna's whole read a book and drink coffee thing of they won't let you. No. They will not they let you. They demand your full attention. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. like you have to sit on the couch and stare at the wall and experience the albums because we refuse to be background music. I also think it's it's very interesting. We've had several albums from both these artists now, but these albums proved like we still so mu- have so much to learn about these two individuals. Like we still uh-huh. have a lot to learn about that. And I would like to. Yeah. And they're both and like I, I little movies. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I, they, they are both like totally little films. Like <laughs> they're so interesting. <laughs> I honestly have no idea how I'm going to vote right now. Like these well, are my two. Ryan, yeah. too I bad. Kind of, no, no. Vote Caleb, right Caleb, now. Don't do it. <laughs> We're filibustering. Actually, I'm still looking at the menu. Can you go to somebody else? <laughs> I'll uh, go. Yeah. Go, Greg, come to me, Taylor. Greg, come to me. You, you seem extremely confident, and I can't yeah. wait to see where you plant your flag. I, I'm ready. You know, uh, these are the two best albums of the year, but Tyler, the Creator's Call Me If You Get Lost is the album of the year. Hell yeah. I... I Cannot respect enough someone who knows what knows where they're going to vote so strongly that they volunteer for it. Seems like a direct insult to me. (laughs) No, absolutely not. Hey, Ryan, which way are you going to vote? I said the entire show that Tyler was the best album of the year. That's true. (laughs) I'm picking Taylor the Creator. Yeah, that's, I can't believe that you said that so often and said explicitly, "This is my number one album well, of Little the year," Sims and then didn't really know good, what though. you're going to vote for. <laughs> I got nervous. I freaked out. The pressure got to him. Yeah, uh, Cassie, which way are you voting? There's a vinyl on the line, and there can only be one vinyl. That's "Call Me If You Get Lost." Yeah, dude. that's where I'm going. Caitlin, how are you voting? Um, I'm 
not agreeing with everyone, I'm going with Little Sims. I love the Ooh. cinematic atmosphere, and it pulled me into a whole cool place. So I'm going Little Sims. All right. Books, which way are you voting? I know my vote doesn't really matter, um, but I am going to go with the one that felt just a little more cohesive to me, and that was Little Sims. So It does matter. Taylor can... Yeah, no, that's this right now. But I know it's not going to because I also know who Taylor's <laughs> number one pick is. Because I've heard Taylor this entire day. <laughs> but yeah. I do well, have to I, give credit to Little Sims, and that's who I would be putting forward if I if my vote mattered. It's so narrow, and if I, I, I there's a there's a universe where I do swoop this and, and make Little Sims the winner, but I'm not going to. Um, I think Tyler Creator's album was so good, um, and I loved it so much. And I, I love both of these albums. They're a very narrow margin to me, but. Ladies and gentlemen, was, you made it, Tyler. You did it, man. He's gonna be so pumped when he finds he out. This did. is really oh, just so the cherry on top of everything for him. The reason he made Igor was Flower Boy. The reason yeah. he made this album was Igor. <laughs> the reason that he made this actual album was to win the fucking break. Yeah. yeah, Tyler, come on down. Pick up yeah, your man. your trophy at any point. We would love to to hang out with you. But uh, your 2021 album of the year is Woo. officially Tyler the Creators. Call me if you get lost. Let's give it up. Yeah. I think what I think maybe the only upset from this entire um, run in in this bracket. Um, so, congrats on on making it happen. I almost bought it on vinyl a couple days ago, and then I read it closer. And what I was about to buy was the ID card that is the cover of the album. <laughs> so they would have sent me a little laminated picture. That's that also fun to have. That's, my wallet. that's an NFT, Ryan. That's what NFTs are. <laughs> yeah. Oh, now I understand. Yeah, NFTs that's not are. fungible. <laughs> yeah, can't funge that bad boy. No way, dude! It won't happen. It's Spe- not fucking tungible. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. Sp- speaking speaking of not being fungible, there's only one of this podcast, and we've just completed it. But if you want something, <laughs> and we will sell it to the highest bidder for yeah. sure. Will. If if you want something pretty close to it, maybe adjacent on the blockchain of this podcast feed, uh, tune in next week where we are doing Century of the Year. That's where Woo! we go through. Yeah. All the big moments, the top 100 big moments of 2021, and we just sort of relive them and uh, do nothing else. There's nothing else that is like physically injurious to our person. No. <laughs> uh, so tune in for that. It'll be a very fun time. It'll be a, a, a lot of fun every year. Uh, I really enjoy doing it and then hearing a, an off fact that I go, oh, fuck, yeah, that did happen. <laughs> What a weird oh. thing that happened and I totally forgot about. that. It got uh, stuck all the way in there. It got stuck all the way in there for like a full week. I'm Do so you... fucking sick of Greg texting me that. Who knows? And I'm talking about an actual event and it's not actually sexual. Tune in next week, Century of the Year, for something getting stuck in something else. What a tease. Yes, indeed. So tune in that for that next week. That is all for this show. Uh, for Mike, I'm... Taylor, yeah, no, no one else. Call out Mike. Yeah, good job <laughs> yeah. with Mike. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm who Mike. do I know? Who I know Mike. <laughs> it's Mike. Uh, I, I'm filling in for Mike this week, and he is going to be back giving you all the weather at a cool 69 degrees. Tune in for that on Century of the Year. Here's the music. Take it out, baby. Let it ride. The show is time to be over, and now it's gonna end. Play that funky bean footage. Roll it up, throw it out the door. Here comes the train that gives the ending. Choo choo!
All right. And cut. Great job, everybody. That was good. Is, is it over? Choo-choo. Choo-choo!